Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 upfront for 3 months plus taxes and fees, promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com/weightloss. That's plushcare.com/weightloss. plushcare.com/weightloss. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. everybody and welcome to the long run live show and podcast i'm ian wilkerson welcome along here we are usual time seven o'clock on youtube and facebook brought to you by the 40 runs running community and our good friends at sketches our loyal and excellent sponsors thank you very much for your support tonight it's all about strava are you addicted to strava and other running yeah, apparently other running apps are available as well. Yeah. Nike. Nike have got one. A few others too. So are you addicted to keeping a digital track of your minutes, hours out on the road, and how much mileage you're doing and what speed you're doing? What do you think of the pitfalls of that? So we're here to talk all about that. Plenty of other stuff going on as well. The boys are all here. Al's here. He's got a special feature later on that he's going to uh, be introducing. We're much anticipated. We are um, looking forward to that greatly. And we're going to have a good chat about what we've been up to. So, Chris, what have you been up to this week, sir? Um, melting. Um, and probably going to be melting tonight in here. I've worn this T-shirt deliberately so people who are watching the live stream podcast, you won't get this, but you will see how much I'm sweating during the course of the evening because this shirt will change colour. The boys have sensibly gone for black, but I thought actually just for a laugh, really, I'll wear this to see. What colour is um this week? Um light week training wise for me, uh deliberately because we've got A six ten K on Sunday, uh, which we're looking forward to very much. Uh part run tomorrow, gonna make a nuisance of myself for Petra, she's gonna love it. Uh but yeah, this week's all been focused in on Sunday's race, which has now been made slightly harder because um the shoes that have come through that I'm gonna be wearing 
are uh, heavier than I thought they would be and warmer than I thought they would be. And so it looks Ooh. like I'm going to... Sounds like you've got a bit of a conundrum, sir. Well, no, it's not a conundrum. I'm going to take one for the team. I've got the new Nike Zoom Fly 5 coming in today. Um, and they're, they're, I put it on Instagram. They're like nearly two ounces heavier than the Speed 3s. So... Uh, I don't know. It's going to be a harder effort than it was going to be in the first place. But we'll take one for the team. I'm doing it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's unbiased consumer advice. That's the way I look at it. Not gifted. Hashtag not gifted. Unbiased consumer advice. I'm not a journalist. I'm not a media company. It's me running about. Um, and that's it. Really. We had a little so, run yeah. about in wear last week, didn't we? We had a little jog around in wear. That was nice. I didn't uh, particularly enjoy it um, because it's that 10-mile course. But as always with the Wear Joggers event, it was a great event. Loads of volunteers out on course. What I really, really enjoyed was the kids' races. I thought that was brilliant. They did, it was just great to see. We had some of our junior kids there smashing it out of the park, but all the kids running. That's one of the highlights of that event is that it's a family, you know, kids' event as well. And I think it's really, really important that those kids are able there just to, you know, they might not be out, might not fancy playing football or tennis might be too expensive or you know, cricket's out of their reach or whatever because you can't afford to go to the club. But at least they can just run, park run, junior park runs free on a Sunday and they can turn up and they can still run uh, and have some fun. That was just a great thing about that event. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was great to see so many people there. I just wanted to give a special shout-out to Karen Hogan who smashed it in the 10-miler the day after coming third, finishing woman, um, a half in dark, which that is some effort, that is. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it was. Oh, we've got to give a shout out to Sarah, who came. Was she second female uh, in the ten k? Uh, yeah, second. So Sarah, who's my brother-in-law's friend, um, every race she turns up to, she places. And the, and the reason she's not an elite runner, she's not a club runner of any sort, right? She just literally does no more than ten k and does all of her running on the treadmill. But every time she rocks it out. She's just one of those really annoying people that can run really well and really consistently. But she doesn't do any training apart from the odd treadmill run. But then she turns up and every run I see her do, she comes in like top top female for her age group. It's, it's incredible. So I've got to give her a shout out as well. Yeah, hats off to Sarah too. That's great. Al, how are you, mate? Well, before I, I kind of answer that, um, being the good coach that I am, I've got, got a, a tip for Chris about resetting his mindset for Sunday. Oh, so, how much heavier are your shoes? Did you say two grams? Two ounces. Two ounces. Well, there you go. There's your target sweat rate tonight. If you can lose two ounces in sweat, by the time you get onto the start line, you'll be net neutral. It started. Look, can you see? Pick oh, yeah, the I can. Feet. Yeah, it's just a little. Don't worry about it. You know, the, the gain on your feet will be lost through. You know, yeah, your liquid. This is, so, this there is you really go. It. So, how am I? Yeah, I'm. I'm good. I'm finally overcoming a, a little bit of jet lag. Um, having made it back from uh, the, the Florida Keys and everywhere else uh, last week. Yeah. Um, finally, feels like it's been the first week of some decent marathon training. It's been a bit stop-start up till now, but with only 12 weeks to go, I thought I'd better get on it. So uh, uh, starts finally starting to catch up, Rich Quinn. Well, you better start. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm, I'm helping Rich Quinn with uh, his marathon training, and he's absolutely smashing it out of the park. Yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen his comments. He's sort of like, well. yeah, he loves your interval sessions, doesn't he? Yeah, and he's kind of embarrassed me into thinking I should do some myself. So, yeah. Good. Well, that's, that's good. I mean, there's so many other ways that everybody can, um, you know, on a serious note, you know, there's so many different ways you can get motivated. To, oh, I'll tell you what's uh, a good way to get motivated. 
that all the because uh, the Hartford group have been lit up today by um, Hell's Bells. Uh, oh who's, God, yeah! Put out there that she's doing her fiftieth birthday run in Ibiza on July. No, no, it's not, no it ain't, it ain't gonna be in July, mate. April, whatever it is, it's the same weekend as Landmarks, London Landmarks, and she's flying out to Ibiza to do this 12k half marathon marathon event and everyone's now going actually that sounds like a rather good idea so it, yeah I, just, I've, I've been away a week and I got back at lunchtime and found that I'd been added to a whatsapp group called Ibiza there we go that's what I mean so everybody's everybody's on the case if you're going to Ibiza in April or even if you're an island close to Ibiza I'm guessing you'll be able to hear us a lot turn up um, and rock it out over the 12k or whatever distance so if you're part, not part of the Facebook group, which you should all be part of, by the way, if you're listening to this on the podcast, go over to Facebook and join. Um, but they're all heading off to Ibiza in April, which sounds awesome. So um, that's going to be I mean, cracking, isn't it? It's partly relevant as well this week because um, I know we talk a lot about the prices of races and we'll get on to the events that's happening in the, oh, no. the weekend in a minute. But oh, no. it corresponds with the Landmarks weekend and it- it's um, the um, the ballots out. You can get in the yeah, ballot. Yeah, but it's 59 quid if you get through. Well, what and I would say. People were saying, you know, you other people were saying, well, you know, we could go to Ibiza and get a flight to Ibiza. Yes. Right. Do okay. a half on, marathon there. on that subject, right, with landmarks, what I would say to people, and I've uh, – I'm the first person, right, to shout and scream about the cost of, of a race event. Look at, like, it was brilliant on that um, solstice run when it cost us 13 quid, and I still couldn't I still couldn't believe that it was 13 quid, right? But in fairness to the London Landmarks Half Marathon, firstly, and, and Fletcher will say it as well, you have got the cost of closing down London, right, mm. which is expensive, people. But you've got to remember that event is organised and run for the Tommy's charity, okay? The money from that event, goes to that charity. It's not lining somebody's pocket. It's not buffing up, you know, London Marathon events, all that money that they get. Don't forget the virtual they're doing and the money they're getting from that for doing nothing, right, giving you the same medal, which is a liberty. So I know they've got their little trust fund thing that they then give to good causes, which is great, really, really great work they do with that. But they're still a profit-making machine, London Marathon events, right? London Landmarks Half Marathon is organised and put on by the Tommy's charity. Everybody who's involved in that is Tommy's charity. So 53 quid, I don't think, well, mm. it is steep, but I can live with it because I know the money is going to a charity and going to a good cause. Okay. So that's slightly different. I would say it's when they, it's when you get a company say that's, that's we'll talk about it in a minute, but you know, like with the ASICs or whatever, where they're starting to ask silly money, like down at the Brighton marathon, you know, where they're trying to recoup some of their losses from COVID, which, again, I appreciate, but they are getting a little bit leery on the prices. That's where it's a bit strong because mm. they're doing that as a business. But that's that's the difference. London Landmarks is a, is for charity. So just, you know, oh, bear absolutely. that in mind. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that, mate. I'm just putting it out there and just sort yeah, of yeah. Like facilitating the comment on the situation. But, yeah. yeah, I agree with you completely. You know, it's a big different – it's a much different co- um, consideration – if you're entering a race and, you know, and, and the entry fee seems a bit steep and it's not for 50 quid or something like that, if that money's going to, um, I mean, take, for example, I mean, it's a bit of a different sort of situation, but um, 
I was injured a few weeks ago and um, I was unable to do um, the South End Half Marathon. But rather than defer my place, I just let them take my entry fee because it was, um, it was a charity for the, um, the hospice down yeah, at Neck of the Woods. And I thought, well, you know, 25 quid, I'll, I'll give, they can have yeah, the money. Yeah. I'd rather give them the money. Yeah. So I wouldn't have done that if it, I would have deferred it if it had been a uh, sort of private running enterprise that were doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the other thing Good as well thing. with Landmarks, got to give them a, a, a bit of love again on, on just on, that they're able to do the ballot so quickly, get mm. proof. You know, that gets a lot of people into that ballot, right? But they're, again, we, I mean, we go on a soapbox, a couple of the same points, but, you know, the fact that they're able to turn that around so quickly just proves again that London Marathon, London Marathon events need to have a good look. Well, at London are going to have to get, get themselves in gear this year, aren't they? Because they're only going to have six, you know, they're going to have yeah, about three yeah. weeks from when people are going to have to start their training. They're, so they're, they're going to have to sort it out this year. I just, yeah, I just think it's disappointing that they string it out as long as they need to. Yeah, um, but so there we go. We'll, so, I mean, we can talk about. I mean, there's been a lot of um, bad publicity for us Discontent. for the Asics. Discontent. Discontent is yeah. a good word because now, correct me if I'm wrong, because I've been away, but they sent an email to people after they'd taken their money the okay, week yeah. so before they were going. Basically, I don't know. I can't remember um, the total ins and outs of it, but bottom line. A610K, which is, I would say, a premier or has been pitched as a premier event in London, along the streets of London, as a 10K. It's a summer event that has been in the past hugely popular. Was um, part of the Virgin uh, Active or whatever they were called events. Um, That then got taken over by Limelight, who then obviously took over their events like um, Hackney, uh, Oxford Half, A610K is one of them. There's probably a couple of others. I think they even managed Royal Parks, but that's not that wasn't a virgin thing. Um, so they took it over. They obviously put the prices up because everybody moaned about the prices for a 10K. But then what they did was this week, and I only knew about this because Simon, <laughs> if you don't know, watch some of the videos, he does our ratings in, in on the races. He got an, he got the email and went, this is, you know, you can imagine, it was choice words, a liberty, because they've sent this out like literally a couple of days beforehand and said, oh, by the way, no T-shirt, which is what they did at Hackney. There was no T-shirt. But they've done, it was the way, the fact that they've told you now and not, they would have known beforehand, just to get the facts straight, they would have known they weren't going to offer a T-shirt, right? Because these things are cost analysis and everything's put done well in advance, right? So they, they would have known that. They then did the lame thing, in my view, and I love the guys at Limelight because the people who actually work there are really, really good people. So this is not them. But the, what they did was a bit lame. They went, they firstly tried to tell you that it was because of sustainability and all that sort of stuff. And then the second point mentioned the word cost. Okay. So we know it's cost, but instead of just being straight up and just saying that straight out of the bat and then giving, like we always say, give you an option of buying a T-shirt or adding that to the price. But it's because yeah, it's they, they want to give you they want to charge you fifteen quid if you want a t shirt. Apparently they charge four quid for you to send your race number out as well. And it's like where do you? And they stop? mentioned that some part of this cost was due to enhance on course um, entertainment. I don't know if Oasis are that's me. Or that's me. You know, no, that's but me. That that's the on course entertainment. That sounds a bit. Yeah, it 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 leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I, I would give them. Me personally, I would give them the benefit of the doubt, right? 
I don't know whether they were short for something or something's happened somewhere along the line, along the supply chain. I remember when there was a problem in Oxford and, and the medals didn't turn up and there was a big mess up around there. So maybe something along the lines didn't connect in a management meeting and, and it's just one of those things. Um, I still think the cost is a bit steep, but it seems like this is, we, we can't necessarily have a go at them because that every race is putting their prices up unless you're on a local mm. level. So it's not just, you know, those guys that are putting prices up. As I said, I've mentioned Brighton Marathon events, you know, some of the other, uh, I'm sure the winter 10K is going to be punchy as well in terms of cost. So it's, you can't just hang them out to dry because I'm guessing it, it'll this be, is the um, way we're going. Yeah. And I mean, are people going to vote with their pocket? You know, people are going to say, well, do you know what? I think you're taking the mick. I'm not going to do it. Do you think we're getting to we're getting to that stage, aren't we? Well, it tells you or not when when the people are saying we're going to go to Ibiza because it's cheaper. That tells you the the thought process of of where people are going. It was interesting that they were still trying to sell a six ten k spaces right up to the close. It's the same with Vitality ten k. If you remember, mm. yeah, people they were still trying to get rid of Vitality. They they put it together that you know it was good calls. They said about Ukraine and they done discounted places and that lot. And you'd think but, people would be knocking the door down to do a 10K around the streets of London, wouldn't you? It'd be more, from the, in terms of you'd sort of like, if people are at the stage where they're graduating from doing a, you know, go, they've done, say, Couch to 5K and they've graduated yeah, yeah. to being a regular park runner, then the chance to do a 10K around London would, I'd, I'd think people would be banging the door down. To I mean, if they it. priced it right, yeah, if they priced it right, they could double the amount of people that would do it. That's that's the way I would look at it from a business point of view. If I was at the top, I would say, you know what? Let's lower the price. Our costs are whatever, a million quid to shut down London. Boom, 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 boom. Don't give them a pony medal, which is wooden. You know, give them the option if they want a T-shirt, but you get a whatever, but you put it out of the front end that you're not going to get a T-shirt, but you can get a discount, whatever, right? But your entry point is 42 quid or 40 quid, right? Surely you're going to get more volume and you're going to get more people wanting to do it than, than all this sort of trying to sell tickets late because nobody signed up at 56 quid or whatever it is. A, yeah. is a pop. I don't know. I, but, I, I just, you know, I think it's if right events of the week elsewhere have taught us, it's so much better just to be up front and tell the truth. Yeah, that's And tell thing. people if you're going to be, you know, say at the outset. T-shirt colours changing. People just want an update, everyone. Uh, what do you reckon about all this? Well... On the A6 one, it is disappointing because it is it is one of the premier races in my view, and, and it was one of my first London races after London Landmarks, and uh, it's a great atmosphere if they do it if they do it properly. You know, the buzz in the pens and the music going over the start line at Pall Mall makes it awesome. But um, it, we've talked about it. You know, it's, it's the lack of transparency. You know, I'm the worst one. I have bought the T-shirt, but I've now paid another fifteen pounds on top of my race entry, but I won't get my T-shirt till mid-October or sometime, you know, in the second oh, half of the year. Right. So, you know, I'll proudly wear it in due course, but everyone yeah. else will have forgotten about the race by then. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, when it comes to things like landmarks, I've already booked my hotel. So, <laughs> Legend. I'm, I'm on the Ibiza plane, definitely. There he goes. He's off ski. Good lad. How's living in the dream? How's living in the dream? So, um, just so the viewers know, uh, we've not he seen Kobe. He's been missing in action all week because he's been working with his active job. 
Um, he looks like he's about to fall asleep. So if anybody could put something in the comments that may actually interest him, then he might stay with us. But I am worried that he's going to drift off into some state of, I don't know, whatever it is. But he looking, bless him. You're all right, Tobe. We are worried about you. How many miles have you done this week? None. <laughs> I don't even know. You I don't even no know. Idea. You don't even know if he's been out or not. Do you know no. who you who you are? Not really. Oh, bless him. We've got to look after him. It's all right. He's just press the right button. Right, red tape. We'll give you the week off. If you yeah. checked his Strava, he might know whether he's been out for a run or not. Yeah, we, if we checked his Strava, good link, Al. Good yeah. link. But before we link into yeah. that, because we, we've got to get to the questions, i just got to give a shout-out to Sketchers. Mad love to them. Um, thanks to everybody who watched the um, Sketchers Go Run Ride 10 video. Thanks for all the feedback. It is an incredible show, so check that out. But big love to Sketchers, as always. Right, should, Al, should we hit some? Because we had loads. There was a comment, by the way. And thanks to everybody I've got, who who sits in and waits for this show to start, right? <laughs> I don't understand that, but thank you. Um, but if again, if you've got questions or whatever, stick them in the live stream. If you're listening to this on the pod, and you, it's the first time you ever listen to this rubbish, we do this live and people comment and ask questions and stuff, which is awesome. You can also which send is, in yeah. stuff via email. What's the email address? Longrunshow at gmail.com. This is why we go a little bit off topic sometimes. It goes off and... Yeah. Branches off in several different avenues because. But um, I've got to give a sh- I've got to give a shout out to Glenn. I'm going to say this wrong because that's just me. Coney, he and he put this in before we started live. Uh, evening from Loch Lomond. Um, oh, it's is this? Oh, no, it's no, it's different. No, it's, yeah, this is Glenn from the Pyrenees. You know the geezer from last week. Oh yeah. Just want to say thanks to Fordy. Oh, it's for me for the reviews on the Endorphin Speed Three. Got mine. Got me out of Brooks and loved the speed. So there we go. So I've now also, I should be on commission. Um, but he's, I've got him out of Brooks. So you're welcome, Brooks. You're welcome, Silkeny. So, um, yeah, that was that was something that came in early. But we've, we've had loads, haven't we, Al? Like loads. Yeah, we'll, we'll start off, though, with a comment. This might pique a little bit of interest for Toby. Apparently, and I've, I've not verified this, so I don't know if it's true. So we'll put the, the usual caveat out about that. But... There's three for the Ibiza half marathon. There is uncoming. Yeah, oh, I'm going. Let's go. I'm going. No, not I'm a going. smile from Toby. That didn't get any reaction. So that, no, that no reaction. Work. And and also, Al, have you seen he's in trouble with admin? Toby, you are adding no value here. Can you reply to my message, which is urgent and important? You know it's bad when somebody's actually messaging him during a live stream. Yeah, we don't want to get involved in any domestics here, do we? Shall we move on? No. Yeah. So, Salee Wilson's asked a question about the best London half. I'm not going to ask you guys to answer that because we have a, we have something special in the second half of the show that Ooh. may just address that oh. point. So, oh, stay okay. listening, Lee. Stay, stay tuned, everyone. Yeah. Um, Glenn, uh, Glenn Cooney wants to know what our views are on the GNR T-shirt. I haven't signed up, so I've got no clue, but apparently it looks a bit like Where's Wally. I love yeah. it. It's really different. I think it's Pony. I preferred the one last year that I didn't get. <laughs> I like the burgundy oh. one from last year. It was nice. One's... Yeah, the burgundy was. This one's a bit more, it's like cartoony, big sort of something nah, that you'd see in a big, but I like it. It's Little better. Pony, I've, I've, got, I've got a couple that have got a picture of the bridge on. This is different. I like oh, that. Thumbs up from, from Wilco. Um, Kingy, he's running his first marathon. I think he said in May. Um, that's not so important, but the key thing is the week before he's going on his mate's stag do. 
Legend. Have we, have we got any tips other than don't go? Um, what? What do you mean, don't go? <laughs> so just, just make sure you've got a number of a lawyer in your phone to get you out. That's the only thing I would say. You want, no, you want a mate who does exist, I guess. You know, you want a mate who's who's got some legal background who can get you out of anything. That's what my number one tip is for anybody going to stag do. Nothing running related, but that's my tip for you. I think the key point here is the fact that it's a week before. So by mm. a week before, you should be ticked along. You should most of your trainings in the bank and all that sort of thing. So it just means that don't do nothing stupid. Get you ruined. Know. Just get don't. ruined. And have, just, go, just go and go big time. What so are they going to do? Same yeah. Wilco, tapering plus carb loading equals success seven days later. Plenty of carbs in beer, mate. Yeah, you know Look that. at Tobe. Look at Tobe. He did nothing for six weeks and he still went and done a PB in Edinburgh. All right, he broke himself. But And look at Wilco. Go through it again. Just anybody missed that. 100% <laughs> the only time he's ever done 100% in his life. He went double McDonald's breakfast, fish and chips for lunch, uh, dough balls, spaghetti bolognese, uh, sorry, spaghetti meatballs, you this out? Four, pi- four pints of beer, and then went and smashed a PB at Edinburgh. I'll just leave that there. You forgot the your ice cream. Right, we've discussed this, but we actually have got one sensible running question. Oh, so, oh really? Hats off to Robert Hallam. Um, he's recognising that you know we're walking, we're we're moving into hot training again. Um, you know we're going to have a, a hot weekend. So, what's mm. our tips for running in the heat? Firstly, check out the video. I did. I'm bit, I won't say, it, but I did do a video about this um, recently on how to survive training in in the heat and how i survive and it's a few things that you may not have necessarily thought of because there's the obvious ones be hydrated run early run late all that kind of stuff but there's some other there are some other tips in there check that out on the channel it's it's quite a recent video um i can't remember i'm trying to look for it now when it came out but check that one out because that will help you there's some tips and there's like five tips on how to survive so go and have a look at that mate Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Ah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit Footwear for men and women everywhere. Right then, I mean, we've done 25 minutes. We really ought to talk about the main topic of the day, wouldn't we? What's the main topic? We're going to talk about um, running apps and people's addiction to it. So I'll start with you, Chris. What is your relationship with a uh, running app? Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to go back one step, right? I want everybody to look on their phone, right? And look on their phone. And tell me, without consciously looking, what app comes to mind? What what is immediately drawn to you? Just tell me which app. Put it in the comments, boys. Which one do you look at first? Garmin. Garmin. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah I look at Garmin, but only because I copy and paste everything onto Strava anyway. So, no, just look at the apps. Not what you're going. Look what one? So you look at Garmin. You see the app, and what do, what does your eye go to on your home screen? Normally, what you and Sabrina have been messaging about. 
So just put it out and look. The reason I say that is because if you there are studies into the colours in which they use for app icons. Orange mm. is one of the most prominent colours in which you can choose, but it gives the sense of being friendly as well. So your eye draws to it versus other colours. So I'm just starting straight away. There's a reason why, people, WhatsApp's green. Green, orange, and red. Yeah? Colours, if you look on YouTube, people's thumbnails are usually green, red, or have some form of orange in them. It's to bring your eye in. It's, a, it's, it's the way that the brain works and the eyes work, okay? Wow. But if you look at Strava, it's it's orange. Now, there was a... There was a some for, I don't know if this is true, right? So take this with a pinch of salt. There was some form of saying that people who put their phone, and there's a way to do this, you can put your home screen on a black and white. So you turn off all the colours of your apps. There is a way to do it in the settings, okay? If you do that, apparently you spend less time on your phone. Because when you open up your phone, your brain remembers stuff and it's drawn to doing stuff. It's like, it, like I say, we're talking about addiction in a minute, right? But I, I challenge all of you to take your phone, just Google it how you can do this, right? Because I can't remember, it's all in the settings. But turn it to black and white, all your apps and to black and white, and do that for a week. And what, because you can get your, you know, your phone usage on your phone tells you, right? Yeah. Apparently, it's guaranteed to go down. Because the colours, they spark emotion, they spark a sense in, in your brain that make you do stuff. Which is why, for example, if you look at the running apps, Strava is is orange for a reason. Chest it out. Let us know. Send an email into summit.com. What is it? Longrunshow at gmail.com. So I challenge all of you to turn your phones black and white for a week. See if your phone usage goes down. Because what when you're like sitting on the sofa watching TV, you turn over your phone. If it's black and white, you won't look at you won't look to do nothing. But if there's all flashing colours at you, you're more likely to do something. So interesting. No? Bit of it wasn't interesting, mate. That's shirt, it's an education. Look at the shirt; it's gone different color. Um, so, right, going back to the original question. Sorry, Wilco, we went off. That's all right, mate. Um, with regards to Strava, two things. Firstly, what I've realised, which scared the life out of me this week, or no, it was last week. I set my what's it called to private? My maps to private when we did the challenge. Yeah, and um, after some some thought about it. I get some, and it's nice, nine times out of ten, most people are really nice, but sometimes I get sort of questions and comments and things about it on Instagram and other places. Oh, I'm down in where I live. Oh, hopefully I'll see you. Or, oh, I see you there. Oh, hopefully I'll bump into you. Or can I come down and run with you? And I get stuff like this. So actually I was thinking maybe not having my where I'm running on Mm. my maps is the smartest thing. Because obviously – this is this is not to mention me like, but I'm on YouTube. I'm putting myself out there, and I could at some point upset somebody. All right? Yeah. If it's documented where I am all the time, and you're seeing when I'm running where, am I put? I don't know. Maybe I'm too paranoid. But it was the fact that I was getting some comments about, oh, I might be running there. So I've actually kept my maps now as private. Hmm. Probably make no difference because if someone wants, you know, anyway. But I just so that's one thing I've done, and the other thing I've 
I, I'm fed up of people, my and not myself because I'm out of it, but trying to justify what they're doing because it's done on Strava or whatever running app. It's this, and I really am generally concerned because you know Al and I we we coach a lot of runners, yeah, and we see a lot of this stuff, and it's you see them at the end of a session running up and down the park to get a few more few to get that five miles in or whatever it is. It, it, it's it's buying on ridiculous. It's gonna it's gonna be um, no upside to your training by adding on to get to the five miles. All you're trying to do is press somebody or or look good on a running app, and, and it makes no sense to me. And and it, it's it's like it's it's worrying the addiction to to put in. It, it is like social media to 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 try, put that out there and trying to compete. And you see people going, "Oh, I see you've been doing." 50 miles this week but you're only in week three of your training should i be doing that i mean why are you worried about what i'm doing um do you see what i mean i, I think it's, yeah. it's a really it's a really negative way to go you see some people going oh you you know i see you on strava you're only running that fast or some people they look on strava because i know people who hide their strava deliberately or don't even go on it because they don't want to see that what their competitors so they can see each other's times for example right but for us everyday runners, I don't. I, I just think it's a worrying trend that we that we're in. I don't think it's anything new, but I do think it is getting more prominent. The fact of people are getting so hooked on Strava and other running apps, Nike app, whatever, that they're so. It's all about you know what I've done on here mm. than, than actually what you're trying to do as a human being in terms of. Where I you're think going you have to. Training. I think you have to really manage it like you have to manage all your social media. And what in what you're exposed to, and what you expose of yourself. Um, I mean, looking back on Strava, and me, you know, I've been running perhaps five years, and um, I think it really helped me go to to start to have a record of what I was doing and giving me a sense of achievement and things like that. Mainly because I've never used it to compare myself with other, you know, compare myself. Oh, he's doing this. He's doing that. I do. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Compare it in some respects. Like I'll give you an example. There's a lad at work who um, is a sub free marathon runner. He's just he qualified for Boston. Does he do more than 62, 60% every week? Do you, would you say, Wilco, in terms of no. effort? No. no, I don't think he does. No. Okay. I mean, he's a, you'd love him because he, he loves a heart rate. Um, he, he runs through his heart rate and stuff like that. And he's very, you know, obviously the standard that he runs, he's very, he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's like. And I, so 
I take notice when I see how, like, what sort of speed he t- he's doing his long runs to in relation to his race times and things like that and see that, you know, one is sort of like a minute and a half slower per kilometre and things like that. So I think you can definitely learn in that respect from other people, but the problem comes when you get dragged into it and you think it's a competition. Yeah, and that, and that's the thing. It's it's. I think you're 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 on the money, Wilco. It's how you use it. So I've just seen a comment. Um, it's more the social media element of the app. I think if you're if you're into your own running and you're into your own data and you're into your own tracking and and you're monitoring what you're doing, and I think you're getting the most out of it in terms of the, the data that you're providing, and, and you can drill. And into if I it. just add as well with regard to that, what I also find as well is. If I'm in a plan and it says, right, um, seven miles or something, and I'm thinking, oh, where's seven miles? Or I want to do something. I can sit down there and flick through all the runs that I've done Mm. and see one that I might have done two years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And think, oh, I've not done that for ages. I'll go down there. That's about the same front. And you can monitor your progress as well, how you've gone over the last couple of years. It is it is Mm. like Al goes old school and uses, you know, his diaries that he likes to write in and, and that side of stuff. And it, it, that that as a as a tool is powerful as a runner that you've got data points and you've got progress that you can monitor. You can see where your times are falling. If if that's what you're into, you might not be into that. You might be, you know, a bit like me, but you, you just want to go out and run because you like running. It's the thing that you do, right? So it, it's how you use it. But I think there is a very worrying undercurrent to it that it. That, that, and I hope it doesn't get out of hand where people are so into what they're doing on Strava and other running apps that it actually impacts their training and impacts their mental state. And, and, it, it, and it does become an addiction. Oh, I'm only at 39 miles this week, so I've got to get out and do another mile. What? Really? Is that going to make any difference? No. And, and, and that's where I think it's dangerous. Um, yeah, so that, that's where I am on it. I'd be very interested to know on our thoughts on it as well now. Yes, no point asking Toby because he's asleep. Well, I'm going to be the consummate politician because I'm going to argue both for and against, as you'd expect oh, good politicians hedging their bets. Um, it's interesting what you say about um, people getting hooked on it and how it affects their training. Um, I've Before we even discussed having this as a topic, I was listening to a podcast from uh, one of the elite endurance runners in the U.S., and he was basically saying similar things to you in the sense of people see it out of context. So they'll look at his runs and they'll say, what the hell was he up to today? And they won't have a clue as to, to what the purpose of that run was. Because you can put it in, but most of us are a bit lazy. We're not going to fill all the details in. Um, and that struck me in prepping for tonight on a run last night. Um, we did a social run around the town. There was 150 runners trailing um, an art trail. And I was averaging 16-minute miles. Uh, and it's on Strava. And it'll look like, hey, I've had a shocker compared to everything else I've been doing. But it was a completely different run um, mm-hmm. to what I'd normally do. So out of context, it looks completely odd. Um, I've also had a changing relationship with Strava. I think it's fair to say when I started off three or four years ago, I probably was in that category of chasing every mile um, because I thought it made the difference. But you know, now I've progressed and I've you know gone through the coaching. I know that probably wasn't you know the, the best and optimized way of of managing my training blocks. 
just chasing uh, junk miles. Um, I still set a goal, and it can be a bit depressing when you kind of load up the app and it tells you you're 57 miles behind your goal. But I know my training block at the moment is building up towards another marathon. So I think I've set a realistic goal for the year, and I'll catch up in the second half of the year as I prep and plan for London and Amsterdam. So it's about now putting it in context. And, I, you know, that would be my watchword, I think. You know, whatever you're doing with Strava, um, put it in context. The reason I'm going to say I won't delete it is that you can do fun and interesting stuff. So, you know, Strava art, absolutely. You know, you're using it for a completely different reason. You're having a laugh trying to, you know, create pictures. Or you're going out and there's there's a guy that does some amazing Strava art around London. Uh, and it's nice to be able to follow those routes and get the same pictures. You know, I've got Santa Claus, I've got a fish. Now I've got other stuff on my Strava that just gives me a little bit of pleasure. And it's motivation. Those runs, fun. You know, again, I'm not going to be looking at those runs, looking at my average Uh pace. And there's not going to be a comparison in terms of whether I'm progressing faster or slower. It's just been a a giggle. It's been a good day out, you know, finding another way to enjoy running. So it does have its uses. Yeah, I think you're right. It does. I I was going to make a point, but I can't remember what it was. It was a good point, but I might come back. If I come back in like 10 minutes and say something random, Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, no. I was actually right. There's there's fun elements to it. There's also you've got the club aspect to it. You've got challenges that can be done in there as well, which I think brings people in and gets them motivated to run. Um, you know, so again, if you're like if a charity, wake, I tell you what, if you wake up at eight o'clock in the morning and you see that some of your mates have already been out, it it, it does motivate. It does. But I think it's you've got to temper some of the usage of it, and and I think you've got to be realistic that. You've got to stick to what you're doing, know what you're doing, know what your end goal is, work towards that. If it can be a motivational thing and it's a positive thing in your life, then 100% use it. But if you do find yourself literally just going out to take somebody down to get a local legend status, then maybe that's slightly worrying. You know, that's all you're, you know, at the end of a run, you're doing eight laps of the park because, oh, I've got to get to 50 miles this week. You know, it's it's a bit strong. And like I said, people don't know, you know, what people are training for, training to, you know, you might have different reasons. And, you know, but again, people look at people's miles. But no, there is a difference. There is a health. difference between, there is a difference, I think, between looking about analysing what you're doing and yeah. then analysing what other people are doing. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's not doing you any harm. You know, it's not doing you any harm if you do a little bit extra. I mean, I get, you know, I get not regular comments, but me and a friend, we get a bit of a joke because I, I go in kilometres and then, and uh, she runs in, in miles. And so when I put up sort of like, when I've done eight kilometres and think I've done five miles and I put, oh, five miles of effect, she'll put a picture of her thing and it will see my thing on and it will sort of like have 4.97 or something like that. We'll have a good laugh about it. Yeah, that's know. the point. You know, so, you know, I have a good relationship with that. But, yeah, it's I think when you're doing it for yourself and you want to get your individual targets and you don't want to finish on 0.99 of a kilometre and all that sort mm. of thing, then that's it. But, okay, oh, here's but if you're but if you're if you're worried about what other people are doing all the time, it's an individual sport. I mean, we run a great group activity, and we socially it is a group. You know, we are like a team, but it's an individual thing. You don't want to worry about what other people are doing. I would ask. I would ask the listeners uh, or the or the you know people on the pod uh, who listen on the pod email in who's using the premium service. You know, I that, that, yeah, I mean, I'm just interested to know. I don't, 
But I tell you what, though, boys, I wish I'd invented Strava and other running apps. What a brilliant idea. I mean, but I tell you what, then, before we move on, because we do, we've got loads of questions and stuff coming, so thank you to everyone. But if there's one thing you could do to improve, let's use Strava, for example, because it is the biggest and probably you could argue the best and most mm. popular running app, right? So we're not here to hammer Strava. They do a good job. Um, but if there's one thing you could improve on it, and also anybody listening live, stick your stick your comments in. But what is the one thing you would improve on it, Alan? For starters, you go first. Oh, I thought the lightning round was coming later when I was doing. Nah, it just put it out there. What, what's one thing you would um, improve? I don't know. To be honest, I do subscribe to the premium, so I've got access to loads of stats. Um, so I'm quite happy with that. I'd have to have a think about it. I don't know. To be honest, we'll come. I think sometimes it'd be quite more. It benefit from being scientific a little bit more, where it sort of like does your fitness ratings and things like that. Because it just seems to me that it says I'm really fit when I'm, you know, I was really fit when I ran a marathon, but when I was injured, I wasn't fit at all. And it all just, you know, it was too based on the actual activity, you know, the amount of activity I was doing rather than the type of activity. If they could mm-hmm. sort that out a bit more and improve that, I think you I could argue that's, that's down to the inputs. That's down to the stuff that's coming off your watch or your heart rate monitor. So uh, I'm sure there's clever algorithms behind it, but yeah. it's a bit like kind of like the old computer days, rubbish in, rubbish out. And it not that's no disrespect to your running, Wilco. By the way, wow, sixty percent. Well, look, I tell you what, look, he's done absolutely no running, but let's ask him anyway. Tobe, and you can't put eating on Strava, Tobe. So if I said to you, "What? Well, how could you prove?" and you'd say eating, no, you can't put that. Go on. What would you improve? Because you're quite techie. Go on. No idea. Oh, exactly. but added value yet? No, you've not added any value. And if if you message admin back, she's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's move on. He's he's honestly he's on another. Yeah. Can I just we did email? have a, we did right. have a couple of emails on the subject, so I just wanted to go over them and see if you've got any observations from these. Um, one from Andy Messenger. He said, every every year since I started running, my average up... He's talking about um, this is running app addiction. Wilco, I found, I've remembered. I've remembered. Go on, Go on I did tell you to come in at random. Yeah. Sorry, Pete, you, sorry Wilco, to interrupt. Remember I said that I would remember what I was going to say? Yes. I don't understand why people stop their watch and, and do that thing. When you're, on a, when you're on a training run or whatever... Why you stop your watch, it, it, what difference does yeah. it make? All this elapsed time and all this. It's like when I've seen it before, people on Strava go, oh, I did a PB there. And it's not. If you look at their elapsed time, it's totally different. Mm. And and that makes no sense to me. Why? I know you've got auto pause and that can kick in and all that sort of stuff. But if you're on a track, it makes no sense to me. That was what I was, I was, I was up this week. Oh. I, was up in, I was up in Liverpool for a couple of days and went out for a run um, in the city centre. And... If I'd have stopped my watch at every time I had to cross the road and wait for a green man at a Pelican crossing, you know, I'd have done about, it'd have been ridiculous because you, yeah, people who sit there and they stop their watch when they're waiting for mean, cars you to bump, go past. You bump, into somebody, you bump into somebody you know, you're running down, it's nice to say hello. I don't bother stopping my watch. What's the point? No, I'm still out. No. I, it makes no difference. Oh, it's going to affect your spits. I don't Me care. Neither, you know, but I'm on a train run. Me. The story of, I think it was Mason Mount, the Chelsea footballer, wasn't it, that he posted on his drive that he... No, it was Ross Barkley. It was, was it Ross Barkley. I know it was someone did a 17-minute yeah. 5K, but then he got busted when they said it took him all day to do it. 
KC. Yeah, yeah, he had about he did, his elapsed time was like an hour. That's what yeah. I mean. Why, why you're cheating yourself again to look good on Strava. It's 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 a it's a damaging, and it and it actually it's a negative. And we'll thing. find you. We know negative who you thing. are. Yeah, go on, go on, Wilco. Go on, get the email. Sorry. Got, yeah, Andy so Messenger. Sorry about Andy. Your message being um. He said that he had forced to take himself a full month off in May to try and break the cycle for two reasons. He said, every year since I started running, eighth year now, my average mileage has gone up, 3,100 last year. I felt pressure to top it every year, but only for myself. No one else cares. I couldn't do it. So a month off means that I've got no pressure as I couldn't get close. So that seems like a good run. And he says he hit a real downer as well. After he did the Manchester Marathon, he smashed a 2.49 PB. Well done, mate. And was on such a high that the low was even worse than normal. Seeing everybody else out running every day on Strava just made me feel guilty and lazy and I couldn't rest. I pushed on training and just completely lost my love for running and knackered my legs. There you go. I'm just about finding my groove again, but it's taken weeks. After the month off, I deleted loads of people I followed who I didn't really even know. And now I just post my runs and like two or three runs below mine. I don't feel as driven by hitting paces or mileage as I did, but I know it's still there and it will creep back. So I'll try and take regular breaks. That's interesting, Andy. Thanks for that, mate. And um, the other email we got was from Clo, uh, Sky Athlon World Record Holder. Um, we should all stand up and cheer, really. We should, yeah. We'll, we'll salute him. Sky Athlon champion. She said, uh, my thoughts on Strava and other run-ups. There is some addiction with mileage and I don't, and don't we like neat numbers? I was talking about this earlier. I bet many runners will run up and down the road or round the block to round up the kilometres because of Strava. Yes, I'm guilty. However, the good has to outweigh that. Firstly, providing you with a training record that you will never lose. But more importantly, I think it makes you more accountable, not just to others, but to yourself. So you actually get it done. Yeah, I'm, I'll make you right. So I'll just read. I've got. Uh, uh, can everybody in the Brock spawn? Uh, group, can they stop WhatsApping? It's driving me nuts because I can't keep up with what you're writing. <laughs> Sorry, I've just got my watch is going mad. I'm trying at yeah. the corner of my eye, and I should be paying attention, but you know what I'm like, boys. So, yeah, what, yeah, give him a break, give him a break, drama. and just join the IB for chat. Yeah, I want I want to be in the they haven't, they haven't invited me, haven't you? Do you want me to invite you? I'm an admin. No, I don't, I don't want to be invited. I I I, I, I oh. want to be one of the originals, so I, I feel I feel I feel left out on the side, you feel slighted. I, yeah, I've just yeah, I'm obviously not going. Um, only time you any... count a run as a PB at a race, in my opinion. Mm, that's, I think that's that is a conversation for another day about the uh, PBs in a race. That's a, we should write that down, boys. Yeah, that's a good would, topic for for another podcast. Actually, I would say can man. Yes, I agree. Yeah, but I think that's a good topic. Um, Al, yeah, can, can we have we got any um, observations from the audience before we pop down to your big round to your big moment of your new? Was there a shoot? There was a couple of shoe ones there, wasn't there? Or was there? Oh, I going mad again? I haven't seen. There's there something there's, about there's some hokers and some, so something yeah, else. There's, there's a couple of questions related to hokers coming from Super Chappy. Um, he's looking for recommendations for cushion neutral shoes um, for hoker. A, a, a hoka cushion neutral shoe. Yes. Don't bother. They're all terrible. There you go. Answer that. Well, if you happen to be a hoka fan like I am, Mac Four is my go-to uh, daily. Mac Five's an improvement, apparently, but I'm not wasting my money. They yeah. can jog on. And um, Rocket X, if you want something carbon plated. 
Too small, watch your fit in. Go and get something else. Like the speed three. What? Who is it? So, no. Hokers at the moment, I don't think really, apart from the Texan X, aren't doing anything for me personally. Arahi, uh, whatever number it is that Wilco's got, is a good stability shoe. It's not bad. It's all right. Uh, I'd be interested to know, what I would say, Hoka, is I'd be very interested to see what they do with the next Clifton. That's the one I'm looking forward to because the other, the old Clifton was not actually that bad. It was, it was quite good. Um, so hopefully the new Clifton, which should drop soonish, is um, is an improvement, uh, and and then we can see where we're going. Uh, training for London have not been out for the past week due to bad chafing. Should I be worried that I've missed a week of training? Uh, simple answer to that no. There we go. That's answered that. Um, should we do? Should we do the? Um, What's it called? Our new thing, because I'm interested in that. That's yeah, and then um, yeah, then we'll go through so, what uh, some of the folks have said about um, Strava because it seemed to be quite a popular. Yeah, there was a lot. Subject. Yeah, there was a lot of people have uh, because it's everybody does it. That's why it's popular. You know, we were talking yeah. about marathons and things like that. There's lots of people who don't want to run a marathon. They don't do these sort of things or trail running. Oh yeah, next week by oh, the yeah. way. But next week, by the way, thanks to everybody who commented in the Facebook group. Again, if you're not a member of that, join. And if you're all listening to this, watching this on the uh, YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe. But we put a poll up saying, would you rather be a faster runner or better runner? That's our topic um, for next week on the pod. So, again, if you want to continue putting in comments about that, now you know, via whatever yeah there's is. a post on there i put it up so um i put it up at the beginning of last week so you should uh, this week so you should be able to uh talk about there's a poll going yeah yeah and toby can you show some of the all our viewers comments because there's loads of them and you've not been doing it because you've been asleep can you hurry up and do that please i've the boy's lapsing i'm telling yeah. you he's he's i don't know where he is today he's but he's not on the live stream uh, but toby is it next week you're not here right yeah. listeners that means yeah. I'm in charge. Hey. What could possibly go wrong? Fordy's pressing a button, so that'd be a lot. Yeah. It proves I can do it in my sleep. Yeah, but you're not doing it properly. We, we, we've seen nothing from everybody. Oh, we've had like over 100 messages, right? Loads yeah. been up there. You and you still look not at your watch too much. We've come up with an absolute blinding show, probably award-winning if we ever get yeah. a chance to enter Definitely. one. And you're Definitely not putting away. And Yeah. Right, so come on out. Tell the viewers what you've been up to. Right, well, because of my jet lag, I've not been sleeping very well. So I've had, you know, a few nights where, you know, the old brain is still ticking over when I really should be fast asleep, you know. So um, it struck me that after we've done our kind of first anniversary and we had our birthday, we should have a refresh. So I've come up with some new potential lightning round questions. Do we need to play the new intro? Well, I've not done a new new intro. intro. Oh, do I need to do a new intro? We could do if we decide that this has legs. In right, terms. so, okay. Oh, okay. This is a trial. This is a pilot. So we, we're going pilot. live with a live trial of the new lightning okay. round. Right, so and we- then so, viewers and and listeners on your pot, on your on your run, email in, what is it, Wilco? Longrunshow at gmail.com. And firstly, do you like the new questions? And secondly, do we need a new intro for the lightning round? Because I've probably got a spare 30 seconds to come up with something awesome next week. And it might be 80s themed, just as a heads up. So uh, I've got 10 questions. Oh, what I'm going to do it is you're all going to get three each. And then the last time. question you're all going to answer. 
So I'm going to tactically choose who I think will be the best oh, player. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I can't help thinking he's getting ideas above his station here, really. Yeah, here we go. Come on, Chris Knights. So we'll start off. Um, this one's got to go to Chris. What's your current go-to running shoe? Uh, Socony Endorphin Speed 3. Okay. In any particular colourway? Pink, Natch. Pink, obviously. Um, let's go to... Uh, no, I'll save the next... I'll save this one for Wilco. Favourite park run location? Everybody likes their own park run. I'm no different. Panzanger. Panzanger. Right. Good for you. Um, Toby, last training run and why? <laughs> Six weeks ago. <laughs> I said I, I can't remember. Quite carefully. Yeah, I can't think that far back. Okay, check your Strava and we'll come back to that one. Um, <laughs> this this is the answer now for, 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 I think it was Lee that asked about uh, London halves. So, Chris, big half or London landmarks? London landmarks, big half's pony. Right. Uh, Wilco, favourite finishers medal? Oh. Um, my first Great North Run. Okay. Can I answer that as well? Yeah, of course you can. My Ragnar medal. I love it. Oh, I'm not sure many people have seen that. We'll have to, uh, can I answer the um, London halves one? Yeah, no. I'm not exclusive. What I would say is I've done both. I would say London Landmarks is best for atmosphere, big half better if you want to run a time. Okay. Next one for Toby. I'm not forgetting about you, mate. Salt and vinegar or cheese and onion? Oh. Cheese and onion. Cheese and onion. Safe bet. Um, Chris, favourite running accessory? Probably my 40 run snood. Oh, that wasn't was No, because you can that. use it as a sweatband, right? Yeah. And on your wrist, sweat it, wipe it. Like when I was getting all those nosebleeds and everything, yeah. that generally saved my life one day because I was able to do that, right? So when I was like, it saved, it generally saved my life. Um, but yeah, I would say my snood because you can put it, <laughs> it doesn't look great, but you can put it over your head and stop the sweat. You can clean your glasses, <laughs> you can clean the camera with it. You can if you it's get caught short. All around. But wait for this. And this is the ultimate, but make sure it's not a 40 runs one. Make sure it's like a lonely goat one. If you get caught short and you need a trap too, you can use that to wipe certain areas of your body. But make sure. I, know, I was worried you were going to go there. It is. I was worried you were going to go there. I'm a different club. Well, I've, lo- I've lost my place in my list now, so Sorry bear out. with me. Wilco, hill sprints or 800 metre repeats? Hill sprints. Oh, on the fast. Toby. Sorry, mate. Uh, it feels like I'm picking on you, but preferred type of cross training. <laughs> and not go, not no, I can't say that. Work, I can't say that. Work. Oh, <laughs> You've got an active job, haven't you? Right. So, so this one is for all three, and I'll oh, go man. around in the order that I see you. So, Toby first. Bear with me. Takes a little bit of a leading. So, okay. person dead or alive in brackets, real or fictional in brackets. Most like you'd most like to have as your training partner. Me, it's me. He's got what, it now. Dead, dead, dead or alive? Real? No, you or can't f- kill me and say me. <laughs> Simon. Right, okay. <laughs> brutal, brutal, but honest. Wilco, do you want me to repeat that? Dead or alive? Real or fictional? This is your training part. I'm going to pick an alive one, and someone who's a very active runner who um, would have to slow down quite a lot to be a training part of mine. Uh, Ronnie O'Sullivan. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, I've yeah. always found him, I mean, he's, I've always found him a fascinating coach. He's my favourite sportsman. And um, I think we'd have a good time if he slowed down a bit because he's much quicker than me. But yeah, I'd say him. Okay. And then over to you, Chris. 
Firstly, I'm going to say this for obvious reasons. Mrs. Ford. Very good. Nat, get that in there. Hi, Nick. Yeah, hi, Nick. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a point to me. Um, no, I would probably say, and genuine, I would probably say the boys. I train, you know, I train with them every week. Um, I include all of you in that uh, and girls, you know, because I, I train with our We Run Out Together. Uh, Wilco, we run out together on club night. Obviously, I spend a lot of time long runs with, with Tobe and Cy. Um, I wouldn't change it for the world. But that's not, you know, being soppy. That's that's genuine, you know, running with all of you, you know, uh, Eddie and, and everybody, really. So, yeah, just running with you guys and training with you guys. So, I kind of cheated, but that's genuinely the truth. Yeah. So, there you go. That's the end of the lightning round, potentially. Oh, I have to say. Yeah. I think, I, it's, I, I think it's an upgrade, I've got to say. Yeah, you think it's like an upgrade? That. Whoa. But I don't know how lightning it would be because they no, might have to. They might have to I'll, I'll work on my delivery so that it gets mm. short and short. Yeah, more sort of drizzle. Punchy. <laughs> I actually explain the questions to you guys because I know that it yeah, um, I think takes we are. a little bit of time. <laughs> because of the delay. Because of the delay. Not, not because you're not up to it. It's because of the delay on the tech. No, I have to say, I think, I think you've massively upgraded the lightning round. And it, mm. in my view, definitely needs new titles. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it then. well not we, the new we, titles think... now because we ain't got them but let's do no, it no we ain't gone Toby you've we... got the old titles you can roll what you mean like the, like the last time yeah show the viewers the lot that, so, so they can like hammer them go Fair. I still think that's pretty They weren't epic. actually the original ones. The original ones had lightning with an E in it. Yeah, I like the ones that were spelt wrong. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you, I did like the ones that were spelt wrong. No, mm-hmm. I think I think we I think I could come up with something better. You love so a challenge, a, mate. That's a challenge accepted. Right. And so can we, we just go to... for a few sort yeah. of observations from the folks before we depart? call it a night? I would just give everyone an update on my armpits and the colour of my t shirt. It has it has changed colour. Yeah. I must it's very hot down that. East Hearts Way tonight, anyway. Right, so what have we got, Al? Yeah, so, so John Old makes a, a good point. Um, there is a, a function within both Garmin and Strava where you can uh, put it on auto-pause. So if you are standing still at the lights and you're t- worried about stopping and starting, um, the technology will um, take care of that. But don't um, do it on your watch. It takes too long to start and stop. You lose, you lose mileage. No, that's true. You know, that is that is a fair point. Every time you auto-pause, you do lose a few metres. Why would you have auto-pause set up? It makes no sense. Just just run. Well, that's the just thing run. on Strava as well. If you put it in race mode, it uses your a total time as, as your, uh, your pace. Race mode. Right, can I just say, it's 59 minutes and 47 seconds and he's actually just woken up and realised what we're doing. Right, well, thanks, thanks for coming tonight, Joe. Cheers, Joe. Well done. It was the lightning round. Oh, Woke me up. Made me think. He's done well, the boy. Right, we're so, round, have we got anything else in there? Yeah, Craig Wilmer um, makes a good point that when he first started running, he would get transfixed on other people's paces, um, probably trying to match or, you know, uh, keep up and this forced him into overtraining on intensity and I think that picks yeah, up on the point of yeah. you know we don't see it in the context of what other people are trying to do uh, John Old makes another good point that Strava does al- allow you to help plan out future weeks so when you link it with other apps like Training Peaks and, and other um, training 
uh, apps, there is an opportunity to you know, digitize the training plans. Um, that's, a, that's a positive out there. Um, what I would say is, you know, you mentioned about the um, Strava being a, a something you'd have happily got involved in. There is some really interesting podcasts out there. The guys that came up with Strava have done a circuit on the podcast. Um, so I'll perhaps find one and stick it in the, in the show links or something. So money, money, money. No, you'll be surprised. It, it's only become monetized recently. You know, the actual origins of it all. Um, quite an interesting story. Um, I think that's probably it. We had some other questions coming. I'm not sure we're going to get time to it. So, um, I'll just quickly, uh, lad, to any uh, London landmarks ballot, any, what are the odds of getting in? Absolutely no idea. The only thing I would say is that I tend to, out of five people, I reckon probably two of them. I don't know what that is in things, but that's probably... Oh, yeah, bad. I'd say about 30%. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. But again, I wouldn't worry about it. Nothing you can do about it. So just Come sign up. Ibiza. Ibiza. Go to Ibiza. Yeah. Just do I'm what, more worried about how many seats are left on the plane. Yeah, I would just go. We'll chart them off. We'll get a big pink one. Yeah, just anybody, anybody's worried about landmarks, just go to Ibiza. There you go. That we solved that. We've we've solved so many problems tonight. We've got everybody off of the drug that is running apps that may be called Strava and other ones. Um, we woke Toby up, which was good news at fifty nine minutes. We've improved the lightning round. I've sweated enough to be able to wear the Nike Zoom Fly Five because the, the as Alice rightly said at the front end. I've now lost enough weight sweating in this room tonight. Well, that that's good news. How heavy they are won't impact me that much on um, Sunday. And I think, yeah, we've made the world a better place, boys. That's probably a good place to end it anyway. Well, that's where we like what we like to try and do. Thanks ever so much, everybody, for joining us. Best of luck, chaps, doing the um, Essex 10K on Sunday. Um, good luck to everybody else, whatever races or training, long runs, all sorts of stuff that you're up to. Particularly if you're on your long run, don't forget, take us along. Provide a bit of entertainment for you for about 64 minutes or so. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say probably only four of those minutes, but anyway, carry on. Well, yeah, but you have to fight your way through it, so you're going to have to uh, listen to it all. That's just the way it is. Thanks ever so much for joining us. We are here on YouTube and Facebook, 7 o'clock every Friday. But if you cannot be with us live on those mediums, then uh, you can download us as a podcast on your um, favourite podcast provider of choice, whether it's Amazon Spotify, whoever you fancy, really. Um, we're, and we'll be there a week. And there's a whole back catalogue now, 55 episodes that you can plough your way through and listen to. So, you know, there's plenty of entertainment out there, kids, and it's all there laid out on a plate for you. So uh, dive in, help yourself. Thanks ever so much to the boys coming in. Al's not, Al, you're not about next week either, are you? Not for the show, no. I'm actually doing a 10K race Friday oh. evening. So, yeah, I'll be pounding the streets. Yeah, so we'll have a we'll have a much changed cast, which will be announced in due course. It'll be a refreshed lineup. Yeah, we like to freshen things up every now and then. You know, a bit like you know, you can't beat a good reshuffle. No, particularly this time. Topical, but I think we should stop there. Yeah, I was just good luck. Chris is in charge. What did you say, Toad? I said Chris is in charge next week, so he may not be a live stream. Yeah, there is that, I suppose. Just, well, we'll do right. our best. Tune in, o'clock. We'll do our best. So thank you very much for joining us. Email us, longrunshow at gmail.com. Stick stuff up on the 40 uh, Community Facebook page. If you're not a member, what are you missing? Get out there. 
come and see us and say hello. So then we will be with you next week. And we'll see you then, 7 o'clock. Toad, run those titles, please, sir. Which ones? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 